Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Boom Biology Podcast. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about ecology again, but we're going to talk about it in terms of population, in terms of competition, predation, predator, prey, all of that, their various adaptations, the various types of competition, and parasitism, and what is that whole concept. On today's episode, I really hope you enjoy it, and it's going to be short and sweet. First of all, just like always, we're going to be starting off with the definitions. Competition occurs when organisms actively struggle for a resource. Intraspecific competition takes place between members of the same species. Interspecific competition takes place between members of different species. For example, buttercups and grass both compete for light. Contest competition, there's an active physical contest between two individual organisms. In scramble competition, all of the competing individuals get some of the resource. Predation is catching, killing, and eating of another organism. A predator is an organism that catches, kills, and eats another organism. Prey is the organism that is eaten by the predator. Parasitism occurs when two organisms of different species live in close association and one organism, the parasite, obtains its food from and to the disadvantage of the second organism, the host. An exoparasite lives outside of the host, for example, a mosquito. An endoparasite, however, lives inside the host, for example, tapeworms in the human intestine. Symbiosis occurs when two organisms of different species live and have to live in close association and at least one of them benefits. Mutualism, when both organisms benefit from this association. Now moving on to the learning outcomes and goals for this chapter. First of all, we want to be able to understand how populations are controlled and what factors control a population. Our second goal out of this would be to understand and define what competition is, its various types, and how do we avoid competition. Because you don't want fights, you want peace. To understand the predator-prey relationship, the dynamic of predator-prey relationships, and to give examples of adaptations that predators have, as well as adaptations that different prey might have. Our next goal would be to explain what parasitism is. We must also be able to learn the concept of symbiosis and the various different types of symbiosis. And we must be able also to understand the various factors that affect the human population. Now, I know that ecology, again, I've said it before, is really long, but you can get through it. I believe in you. To make this section especially the predator prey part i'd highly recommend that you watch zootopia i know it's a disney film but my god the way they play out the whole predator prey dynamic in that i don't want to give too much away but you will watch it and you will understand it in both the biological perspective and then they like 
make it deep and connect to like real life as well while it's a disney film it's also very dark themed in that way but it's it's really really good for understanding this concept it's only like an hour and a half of your time like a typical disney film you'll have fun and you are way more likely to understand this concept in all its forms also watching stuff like david attenborough you'd really understand the food chains, the various ecosystems, because in his various documentaries, you know that your man is filming the biosphere, but you, because the biosphere is, is every part of the earth that has living organisms in it. But what David Attenborough does is he has different ecosystems in each of his documentaries and stuff, where in some of them he'd focus on plants, and some of them he'd focus on the rainforest, and some of them uh, he'd focus on Antarctica. He has his own Instagram as well, if you don't want to watch the whole documentaries because they are quite long but watching things visual learning like videos and stuff it might help you in a different way with your study because you it would be like mindless but you'd understand it in a better way competition occurs when organisms actively struggle for a resource that is in short supply so for example if we take rabbits rabbits would compete against each other for things like grass that is an example of intraspecific competition rabbits they're all different rabbits but they're the same species and they're all fighting for the one resource they're all fighting for grass that would be an example of intraspecific competition interspecific competition then occurs between members of different species so as an example of interspecific competition is when both both grass and buttercups two different species now grass is different to buttercups but they live in the same area both of these are going to compete for light so they're both different but they're competing for the same resource and in intraspecific competition again the resource is the same all the rabbits are fighting for the grass but they are the same species they're all rabbits and they're all fighting for grass whereas in interspecific comp- competition there's different species but they're both fighting for the same thing now competition can be broken down into even more types there's two main types again after interspecific and intraspecific there's contest competition and then there's scramble competition so in contest competition there's an active physical contest between the two individual organisms what does that mean so that means that there is a physical struggle only one will win in contest competition every contest has one winner right in contest competition there will also be one winner so for example you could think of how animals fight for a particular area slash territory so like i don't think of the lion king where mufasa has his territory and scar exists scar wants to be king both of them mufasa and scar actively fight for the same territory but only one will win that is an example of contest competition in scramble competition then all of the competing individuals get some of the resource so buttercups all competing for light they all the flowers compete for the same resource and all of them will get some light you're not really going to you buttercups are small they're not gonna no one is gonna actively block out the sun from any other plant so they will all get some of it but what happens is a lot of the time all of them don't get enough then because they're all like fighting for it but they will get some of it whereas in contest competition there literally is only one winner 
So in competition, you're fighting for something. There's an active struggle for a resource. And you technically, you'd want to avoid competition as much as you can because you want to have peace. You want to be able to grow in an environment. You want to be able to survive. And not only survive, you'd want to thrive. So how do you avoid competition? In the previous episode, we talked about ecological niches slash niches, depending on how you say it. So to avoid competition, what you do is you have, each organism has its own ecological niche. Each organism eats something different. So they avoid competition for it. And even if they eat the same thing, they tend to get it in different ways. So for example, different types of birds, one bird, one type of bird might get their resource, might get their insects only from the tree. Whereas another type of bird might get the same insect, might only get it from the air or from the ground instead. That way they are competing, same resource, but they're doing it in different ways. Therefore, they're avoiding competition. That's one way that you could think of it. Eating different types of food. If each organism has its own food, they're not going to fight over. They're not going to fight over food anyway. They'll fight over different stuff. Now, population, first of all, from the previous ecology section, you should remember that population is the amount of one particular species in an area. A community then is all the different populations in one area. So what controls the amount of, say, rabbits in one area? Number one, population is controlled by four main factors. Things like competition. Are the organisms actively struggling for a resource and how much of that resource is available in the first place? Nextly, you'd be talking about parasitism. Are there parasites there? Are they weakening the organism's population that you're seeing? They'd weaken it most of the time. They wouldn't, a parasite wouldn't kill you now. It would just really damage you. Next, you'd be going on to things like predation. So if you're a rabbit, for example, there might be foxes in the area. They're going to eat you. You're going to die. So you'd want to be able to see with predation, is it actively there in the area that you're studying? And then symbiosis. We do know in ecology, right, that everything is interconnected. But if you're in a symbiotic relationship, you're even more connected because your relationship with one other organism or other organisms is entirely dependent on each other. Both of you work together or live together and at least one of you will benefit from that relationship. So symbiotic relationships and if your partner, your symbiotic partner isn't there anymore, you're going to suffer. So that would also affect a population in a particular area. And that is a wrap for today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to donate. Don't forget to uh, follow me on Instagram at Boom Biology Podcast. And I really appreciate it. Thank you. Bye.